I just spent the last 10 minutes deciding whether or not I was going to make a fun beverage for my recording session. And I decided no, ultimately, because I had already made a fun beverage for my recording session, and I drank it. However, I will tell you, the beverage was uh, phenomenal, and the word is absolutely necessary, because let me tell you about this drink. So I made a matcha, right? And I don't really like sweet coffee. I prefer just unsweetened. But matcha, however, I feel like needs a little something. So I did a little honey. Um, my oat milk. And I did like half a shot of espresso in it. And wow, life changing. Yeah. So I had to divert at the beginning of the podcast's conversation because if you're wondering, oh my god, like you released this podcast in January and it was going to be like new year, new me, like I'm pretty sure that's what I titled the episode. Uh, Yeah, <laughs> didn't happen. I was going to make up some kind of lie as to why I didn't do it. Like, oh my god, I fractured my spleen. But ultimately, it was just because I could like couldn't bring myself to do it and I don't really know why and I feel this way about a lot of creative projects like I get these sudden bursts of creativity and like I want to do something and then then it becomes like the second that I start it it starts to feel like work so I feel like every time I do an art project now it just begins to feel like work and like I was on the first episode and it was already it already felt like work like it felt like a job like I'm not gonna force myself to do something that I wanted to pick up for the hell of it um but now here we are it's March and I feel like I want to do this again so I'm here I would like to be on more of a schedule because I think it would be a fun thing to have like this outlet where I get to talk and just say whatever I want like that the aliens are kind I don't know. I was going to say like a Trump joke, but I this is not that kind of forum. Pretty busy. However, I have started finding more ways to balance life. Um number one reason because I quit my job. So that definitely helped free up some time. Ultimately, the reason that I quit my job was because anyways, I feel like an important part of having a job is that you're around like all these different people that you wouldn't normally put yourself around. However, because I am a teenager and there are so many places hiring and I had worked there for a while and the people were changing out, I had experienced many different kinds of people and the current people there, it just wasn't working out for me. There was also other factors like I'm just too busy right now to have that specific job. It was kind of demanding. Uh, <laughs> That made no sense. Demanding? 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 Uh, it was, like, far away from my house. So, hopefully, I'm going to pick something else up. Um, unless suddenly, like, overnight, millions of people want to listen to me talk about absolutely nothing. And then they'll pay me, maybe. But what I was saying is that I feel like I have a lot more time for things that I actually want to do. And now, um, for example, one of those things is exercising uh I felt like I didn't really have time for this that much before and like though I probably could have like worked in uh, I mean I think when you think about your day you could probably work in something that you want in every day but then I feel like it feels like work to have to do it 
and I specifically like going to hot yoga. Like, I can't just go to the flow, though I wish that I could, because I think it would be a really good, like, meditation. My, maybe I just haven't gone to the right class. I want to try to keep an open mind. However, I feel like I need something that I'm doing the entire time, and, like, so that way I don't think. Because for me, when I have tried to practice meditating, when I have nothing to do, my mind just goes crazy. Whereas when I'm filling like every single moment of my time, my brain just actually cannot function at all, which is perfect. But either way, I have been really liking yoga. Actually, so this past week I went to a class and I was sitting there like doing my poses in the 95 degree room and I realized that I had not gotten my period in like a month and I I mean I already have a really irregular period like I think I got my period for the first time when I was definitely in grade school but then it just never I got it the one time and it never came back until I was 17 so I am fairly new at this womanly things um or I mean period things and so I'm I'm was at yoga and I was like oh my god I really like have not had it in a while like I don't know how this works I mean there's no way I'm pregnant rule that out absolutely immediately so that's good um but I'm sitting there thinking like going through my little like stretches and I was like what if I'm lacking some kind of crucial vitamin like this could be really bad and I've this is actually this is the second time that this has happened the first time that this happened I had not gotten my period and I had this exact same train of thought and I ended up going to the doctor getting a blood panel and I was completely fine I had every nutrient I had because I even though I often lack on taking vitamins I do try to like think about cautiously what I'm eating and I think in part that's because I eat mostly plant-based so I you know I'm always trying to think about like what I'm getting in my diet and what I'm not but yeah so my blood panel was fine but then this time around I, I I mean I didn't I just completely forgot that that had ever happened. And I was like, oh, my God, I must be completely lacking some vitamin. So the rest of the class, I could just only panic on the fact that I was probably going to die or collapse or drop dead in this, like, climbing to a 100-degree room. (laughs) And so the second that it was over, you know, like, I don't know if anybody that's listening has ever gone to a hot yoga class. But they put the room at, like, 90, 95 degrees. And then you just do, like as crossed between what you would imagine like a yoga slash like Pilates slash CrossFit exercise class is. So I was drenched. I mean, <laughs> I look a wreck. My I always try to put my hair in some kind of cute braid or something for the class. Um, however, I have curly hair and like when you're in this sweaty environment, it doesn't exactly work out. So I mean, I look awful. I'm trashed. Uh, but I was convinced that I, w- I needed iron. So I was like, I have to go to the store right now because I need I need spinach or I need like watermelon or something to get my iron in. So I went and I got a bunch of spinach at the grocery store, which honestly was just so panicky. But so I got my spinach. I went home. I cooked it up. I opened the fridge. I realized we had spinach. However, I will say I feel like sauteed spinach, a little garlic, a little lemon on there is a very underrated meal because or not meal, but like a little dish. Uh, because it was very tasty. And I think I was also just maybe craving spinach, and it wasn't even so much, like, the iron aspect of it. However, it was very good. Um, that's another thing. Like, I don't know if... I feel like people always say, like, 
oh my god i am i i am craving oranges i must be lacking vitamin c but is that how it works like if i'm because i mean this could be a really simple question to answer with a quick google search however uh i will not because i i mean why would i search it up when i could just sound dumb so but i mean like I, i feel like i'm always like oh my god like I am craving pretzels right now. I must really be lacking sodium. Like, why can't I just crave pretzels? Why Why do I have to, like, does that, is the nutrient deficiency and, like, the craving even related? Like, I don't know. Like, if I was pregnant and I was having pregnancy cravings, would I think, like, God, I'm craving, like, pickles and peanut butter. I must be lacking sodium. I don't know. May- maybe that is true because I guess if you're having like a baby, maybe your body's telling you like, "Hey, like the, the baby needs really needs a fat hot dog right now." Or I, I can you even have a hot dog when you're pregnant? Because I know you can't have lunch meat. I don't really know where like hot dog falls on that spectrum. Um, I already lost my train of thought, but oh, so I mean, anyways, yeah, no period. Um, so if you see red on my pants, tell me, cause I'll, I'll probably just be excited. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's something that I'm supposed to be worrying about or not. Like, it's kind of a, maybe if it's not, then I guess it's a blessing. Cause I mean, it sucks. Like, like they suck. As I was saying, um, so I have a little bit more newfound free time. However, it is exam season, which is why I ultimately did, uh, end up leaving my job. Um, however, not yet. I, now I'm just in the studying portion before exam season. So I have a little bit of time. Um, and with that time I have been, whoa, oh my gosh, this is so funny. I just realized that like when I get a notification, so I'm wearing headphones right now and then I have my mic set up and they're both attached to my MacBook. And, um, when my when I get a notification like a text on my laptop it dings in my ear but not out loud but I thought that it would be really loud it, it, I mean it's just stupid but anyways what <laughs> I feel like uh I have more time for media right now like movies books whatever and um so I just joined I mean I didn't really join all I did was follow her on Instagram but Natalie Portman has a little book club and I think it's just Nat's book club maybe um but her book right now is uh I think it's called crying in H Mart and I just found out that the girl that wrote it is Japanese breakfast and I didn't know that she was an author so I think that that's super cool um so I just ordered it and I'm excited to read it and so that was a fun crossover because I love Natalie Portman and I love Japanese breakfast and I didn't realize either of them were in the literary field so that was exciting. But uh, recently I have been reading other things. One of those things being I just started. I gave in. I gave in. Okay. I gave in. And I bought my year of rest. And re- well, someone gifted it to me. I, uh, my year of rest and relaxation. And I started it. And it was. It's very good. Uh, I will say I'm only on like page 25. Because I only just started it. However, it is very good. Uh, whoever wrote it. Atessa Mafeng? Mashfeng? not sure how to pronounce her name but it's very good um and I hope I just don't become like insufferable after it well I'm already pretty insufferable so I mean what's a little more um 
But then I've also been reading A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. And I picked this out because I wanted to read some classics because I think it's something fun to do. Um, and also, like, then I have knowledge about them. I Like, this started because I feel like whenever I'm reading modern works or, like, watching movies, there's a lot of allusions or, like, nods to older works. Like, I had no idea that Clueless was a nod to, I think, Emma, because I've never read Emma. However, I have seen the Anya Taylor-Joy movie, and that's great. But I want to just read some more classics. That way I get the nods. Um, and also, drum roll. I just did a drum roll, but I don't know if it could be heard. Uh, I am moving to Brooklyn at the end of the summer because I am going to college there. So I'm very excited. Um, and I am going to get into that in a minute. But yeah, I wanted to read the book because it's The Tree Grows in Brooklyn. And I honestly knew nothing about it. However, it's very good so far. Again, I'm also like very in the early stages of that book. Um, because I then I was reading books for school and it just, I don't know, it wasn't working out. Then I also bought uh, Pamela a Love Story because Pamela Anderson is quite possibly one of my favorite people. And I saw her on Broadway in Chicago and she was amazing. And then I watched her documentary and she's just such a powerhouse. Like there's, and oh my God, and she's vegan and she's like a great advocate. Um, but I just really love her because I think she's a great person and she's so talented. And I feel like the way that she's been treated has just been so shitty. Um, so I wanted to support her in buying the book, but also I want to read the book. And I'm subscribed to her newsletter, and she decided that she wants to write more. So I've been reading the little blips in that, and that's very good. Uh, it's also a signed copy, so I was very excited about that because I think it's something fun to have. Um, but yeah, so yeah, other than books, I've been watching a lot of movies. And one of my favorite movies is um, Garden State. And that actually does have Natalie Portman. And it's like a Zach Braff movie. And it's very cute. It's just a little, like, coming of age, uh, kind of Silver Linings playbook-y, I think, maybe. It's very cute. Um, and I really loved it. But then recently I found out that he is releasing a new movie. And I think it actually might have come out yesterday. Um, and I have to say, and I don't mean any slander in any way, because I haven't seen the movie, I don't, like, I, I know it's Florence Pugh, I think that's how you say her last name, um, and I, you know, I haven't seen it, she's a great actress, he's a great director, as I saw in Garden State, but I have to say, I think, and this is probably going to sound some type of way, so you can take this however you want, but I mean... I don't mean it in any way other than just, like, an observation. But I feel like a lot of times, sometimes when a small director gets recognized and gets a budget, uh, it's so beautiful to see because you see what they can do when they have not as many limits. But then other times, I feel like their style sort of loses its charm. Um, so when I watched the trailer for this movie, I was really excited to see like the Garden State aspects of it that I like about Garden State. Um, and they just weren't there. Like it felt very, it didn't look like there was anything that would lead me to believe that that was the same director. Um, however, like also 
maybe this isn't a good example because that I think is his only or maybe first. I, honestly, I'm just speaking out my ass because I have no idea. But I think it's his first or only movie. So, I mean, it might not even be like his style. That might just be whatever that movie was. So, I don't know. Um, but I feel like, yeah, like going from low budget to high budget really affects, obviously affects the way that a movie is made. But it like it really affects the way that it looks. And I don't know. I don't know if it's always for the better. Like, I don't know. Um, something else that I've watched. So I didn't really watch any shows for a while because I was really just watching movies when I had time for my film class. And then, like, it didn't really leave me any time to watch shows. However, I had spring break last week and I, I had a little chunk of time. So I was able to watch White Lotus. I got, like, a free trial for HBO Max. Because actually when Euphoria was all the rage, I watched it on someone's... Well, actually, I don't know if I can say that. Because I don't... I know... I, I I didn't... I Someone lent me their HBO Max. Um, never mind. So <laughs> I watched White Lotus over Spring Break, and it was very good. Um, I really liked it. However, so I was at a friend's house and I asked her if she had watched it because I wanted to watch it and she said that she had watched season one but not season two and uh basically said that like you don't they're not connected in any way so if I wanted we could just watch season two so I was just like okay cool so we did that and it was so good like I I mean it's just so fun like something about that show also is the beginning of spring break uh, I got to take a little road trip down to Miami because they live in Florida. My family lives there. And it just really set the mood. And it, I mean, I love Aubrey Plaza, so it was very good. And I love Jennifer Coolidge. Um, and so I thought it was very good. And then I was like, okay, well, now I should totally watch season one, like once I was finished with season two. And I tried to go back and watch it, and I feel like it's completely different. Um, like, like compl- I honestly completely different. And towards the end of the series, it's very, it, it, it gets more like season two. But I am not going to lie. I thought it was a little hard to get into. And then I realized that I think it was filmed during COVID. So maybe that's why, um, like, they were limited. But yeah, I, I just thought that that was interesting because I feel like oftentimes the second series like people always say the first season is usually the best but I don't know I just thought that this was interesting um and I am excited for season three I don't know where they're gonna go but I think it's a very fun show because it's just it even though like I guess it's kind of uh, like they deal with more serious topics I mean the show in general is just fun because it's like all these rich people lounging about it's summer they're at resorts so I think it's fun. I also just started watching Normal People, and that is obliterating. <laughs> and I started watching it because of that picture of uh, Phoebe Bridgers looking at Paul Mescal and then Paul Mescal looking at Daisy Edgar Jones on the red carpet. And I w- and everyone was like, "This is so Normal People. This is so Normal People." So I started watching it, and it is very, very Normal People. I will say, I completely agree. Uh, but that show is, it's like, I feel like most of that show is just sex. Um, 
and I'm I'm I feel like everything that I talk about I form these opinions about before I've watched them. Like on this show, I'm only on season or episode two or three, but so far, like they really it is not a slow burn in any way. Like if anything, it is arson because they they lit that match so fast. Like the epi- the f- episode wasn't even five minutes in, and they were already like like really a situation. Um, but wow, it is really heart wrenching. And I also just watched After Sun, which I'm not. I might have talked about this in my first episode, but it deserves to be talked about because it was. I mean, his performance in it is so good, and I was very disappointed that he didn't win the Oscar. I didn't think he was going to just because of the nature of that movie. Um, and I did see the will, and I mean, his acting was great. However, I. I my opinions of the will didn't align with what the a lot of people thought about it. Um so I don't know. I just thought that After Sun was one of the best performances I'd ever watched and it's definitely one of my favorite movies now. But I mean, it's it's whatever. I mean, what the Oscars think doesn't really say anything about what I think. However, I do think that's another interesting topic. Um like how the Oscars, at least for me, really sways, like, my opinions of things, and not in the sense that, like, something wins, and then I think, oh, it's so good, but, like, I was not really, I'm just gonna be honest, I mean, like, mm, I was not a huge fan of Everything Everywhere All at Once when I watched it in theaters, Um, and I think maybe that is just part in the fact that so many people loved it so much and I had these really high expectations going in. And then it's not even that it's a bad movie. Like, the f- the filmmaking of it is so beautiful. And, like, I, it's just not my kind of movie. Like, I... The comedy wasn't really for me. And so I just didn't love it. Um, but then, when it got nominated for an Oscar, I felt like I had to go back and rewatch it. And then I just still didn't like it because it wasn't my kind of movie. So, I don't know. Uh, I also just watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and I felt the same way about that. And I was really sad, because I thought that that movie's going to be amazing. And I I didn't even rate it on Letterboxd yet, because I watched it yesterday. And I just had so many thoughts about it, and honestly no thoughts about it, because I was so shocked about what had happened. And I'm not going to lie, I was really tired, and I fell asleep halfway through. But I think I only fell asleep for, like, five minutes. Um... So I don't know if that affected my understanding of the movie, but wow, it's complex. So maybe it did. I don't know. Aside from movies and things, I have been having a strange car dilemma recently, and I don't know anything about cars, if I'm being completely honest. Um, in fact, when I was learning how to drive, I it was awful. <laughs> like, I don't think it could have been any worse. However, I am a very good driver now. Um, I've never had any issues um but so I have had a problem with my car and basically so what happened was um my sister calls me a dog because I always have to ride in my car with the windows all the way down and uh, she thinks this is equivalent to a dog because dogs stick their head out of windows I don't know uh I just like when I'm driving around you know I like to have my windows down I like to have the fresh air you know like and I mean, I have a very tiny car. It only has two windows that roll down. 
So, I mean, they're both open. I have my sunroof down, so it feels like a little convertible. I think it's great. I think it's fun. Whatever. Um, but, so I'm always rolling these windows down, and uh, my car is a little old. And one day, I, ro I went to go roll my window down, and it didn't go down. And I could hear the motor going like, and then, because, I mean, they're power windows. They're not, like, cranks. Um, but the window itself didn't move. And when the first time that this happened, I was driving, and I was like, oh, window's down. So I pressed the button, it goes, Err. but it made, like, a pop noise at first. And I was like, oh, my God, what is that? Like, I'm so scared. Uh, I, thought <laughs> I thought my window was going to shatter on me. It didn't, thank God. Um, but silly little me just took my hand and, like, forced the window down because I mean I knew that like the window thing was down I was like oh maybe it just got stuck so I did that and then it like slid down and I was like oh perfect like all good so then I, I mean I rolled down the other one no problems and then I went to roll them up and I mean it caught it and it rolled back up and I was like okay great like whatever I didn't think anything of it and then the next day I get into my car same thing and I was like uh oh this is not a one time thing um, but I didn't want to do anything about it because I knew that that would mean like having to drop off my car, do the whole rigmarole, blah, blah, blah. And looking back, I should have done it, but I didn't. So I just did that for like a week. I, I mean, I would roll down the window with my hand. It would catch it, roll back up, whatever. Then one day I, <laughs> and this is so like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Like, I could have just not driven with my windows down for, like, a week until I was, like, time to get them fixed. And that probably would have been better because I wouldn't, I would have been, like, depriving myself of this and then I would have wanted to get them fixed. But no, I had to roll them down with my hands, which is just so dumb. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, why do I need to roll my windows down that bad? But I did it. And um, one of the days I go to roll it down and whatever same thing and then I go to roll it up and it always it, that would never be the problem like it would roll it perfectly fine it because I in my head what I'm thinking it, which is probably just so not true and I'm just making this up but in my head what I'm thinking is there's like a thing that like catches the window like to go up but like to pull it down it probably just like wasn't like grasping it that's my that's my take also I just got really far away from the mic so I hope you could hear that if not <laughs> oh well um it wasn't interesting anyways, but so it wouldn't roll up. And I was like, okay, well, crap, what do I do? Like, this isn't, I don't know how to roll it up. So, I mean, I tried it a couple times and then finally, like, luckily it just rolled up. And I was like, okay, now I really can't touch it. Like, this is a problem because I don't know what's going to happen now. Like, what if I'm, what if it starts raining and I can't roll my window? That would suck. Um, so the next day I was at my house and something happens that caused me to be a little stressed out so I w went in my car and I was like I'm just gonna go for a drive so I was driving around my neighborhood couldn't roll down my window which sucked um but it was fine I had my other one down whatever and then like halfway through my drive I look and I realize my window's down but I didn't touch it at all it had just rolled down a little and I was like uh oh like I don't know what to do now <laughs> and so I just left it because it was just a crack. And I didn't want to, like, finagle with the button anymore because I was scared what would happen. Um, but so I kept driving. And then I hit a speed bump. And I looked. 
and my window had fully fallen and I was like, oh, it's too late. So I go, I went to grab it, like to make sure it didn't fall more. And it fell all the way into my door past any hopes of rolling it up. And I thought it shattered, like it made a really weird sound. And then my entire ride home, it was like rattling inside the door. Um, but yeah, not good. So it was stuck down there. Uh, and then for like two days, I just drove around with my, I mean, <laughs> like my entire window open because it was just inside my door. And I mean, I had to get to school. Like I couldn't, I couldn't not drive my car. Uh, and then I'd like cover it with a trash bag at night. Then I got to fix that weekend. It was all good. I had to replace like the window motor, but it was all good. Whatever. Completely fine. And now I can roll down my windows again. So that was a really roundabout story. And honestly, I'm debating whether or not I'm going to take it out. However, if it's here, then surprise, is, isn't that fun? Aren't you glad that you don't have that problem or an addiction to rolling down your windows? Because honestly, think about it. Anything else could have happened in my car and it just would have been whatever. But of course it had to be the window. Well, no, actually, that would have been so much worse if it was because I've had a transmission problem on this car before. Uh, but luckily I was fine. Um, I just realized that I actually... In order to have a podcast, I can't just say everything that I think in one episode because then I, that is probably why I haven't been able to come up with any ideas for the last three months. Um, now I have a notes app on my phone where I just write down everything that I th ever think that could possibly be interesting. Um, so if you're thinking, wow, this sucked, um, I don't know, like, because it actually was planned. So I can't even say that I was talking out my ass. Like, no, I'm not writing a script. It's like literally like a blip that in here says portable blenders are such a weird concept which is absolutely true like I do not get that at all because why can't you just blend your shit like at your house and then bring it like a normal person like like does that mean you're bringing like a fucking bag of frozen bananas and like I I just like okay now that I've gotten into that like why is it a thing because like there's it's such an epidemic I see them on social media all the time, like people blending shit in their car. And I can see how this would be good for someone, like, for example, if you lived in like one of those cool converted vans. But I think there's probably like five people that do that at all. And like three of them would even like consider wanting a blender or like needing one rather than just buying a smoothie. But like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't I can't think of one possible reason why you would need a portable blender instead and I'm not saying like you can't just buy a portable blender because they're cheap and use it at home like that's fine but why the f like why do you need like to bring a blender into your car and like blend your shit like I don't get that uh, you know never mind um this is <laughs> maybe I shouldn't do the notes app thing because then I have all these weird like ass thoughts that I write down and then I feel the need to say when I really don't like I should just think while I talk and filter what I'm saying because maybe this is worse. Um, but anyways, uh, I think in my next episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, moving soon and like what I think that's going to be like and like also like my thoughts on it. But yeah, um, thank you for welcoming me back. Hey, like I'll be here all night. Um yeah, I don't know. Good times. Thanks for listening to Turvis Knocker. Um, anywhere you get your podcasts. This is Sumner here. And yeah, have a good one.